When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here we are, friends, on Hump Day, MyTalk 1071's Lori and Julia. We're streaming at MyTalk1071.com. You can also find us on the MyTalk app. And here we are halfway through the week already. I had to think about what day of the week it was. You know, sometimes it's nice to check in every once in a while. And again, as usual, a full grid of so much information. We've got guests today, games today, all sorts of things today. It's a busy day. Very busy. And thankfully, it's Wednesday. It's hump day. So happy about that. Got a little happy hour plan happening for tonight. And, you know, we can, we know what we're doing this weekend. Mm -hmm. We do. Mm Mm-hmm. I went to Inoni last night, um, the restaurant. I love that place. They have a beautiful place to sit outside there. I know. They which do. is quite Pretty lovely. Is, in is it on the river or no, is it in front have, of the restaurant? It's in kind front of, of the restaurant and in, in, they have kind of like a pond there because mm-hmm. they have condos around it or something. Mm-hmm. It's right on Highway 13 off of 35E. Lovely. Lovely. Absolutely lovely place because it's like... Where else are we going to dine outside? It was Where, so yummy it was warm. Yummy. And today, you've got a happy hour of tennis. It's so yummy out right now. Julia, this is our weather. A week from today, it will be 30 degrees cooler. And you and I will cry. And many Minnesotans will be so happy, including my husband and a number of people I know who oh, live for 70. This is our, Donnie lives for 70. Holly, what's your, do you have a temperature that like works for you? I like a dry heat. It's a little swassy outside, but like you guys, I'm going to be sad next week. I love being sad. It feels so cold to us because it just feels like, I don't know, part of it too is we walk out of this very air conditioned building. Very. And then it feels like we've walked into a blanket of warmth, much like when you go on a vacation in the winter and you get off someplace where it's humid, Mexico, Florida, right, whatever, and, and you like, go, oh, smell that. Oh. But we don't like it here, a lot of people. Casey's just dying. He's so grumpy. Because it's so hot. He thinks he, it's too hot? He is a bully dog through and through. Just like I feel like French bulldogs. They get sweaty they and don't just like need to the sit heat. in a little mini pool. That's right. He's just <laughs> like, just getting through, trying to get everything done by noon. Really? So we could stay in the air-conditioned house. It, well, some people just don't like it. This has just always been our sweet mm, spot. I know. It. We can't remember the year when it was so hot at the state fair. Like, people didn't even come. Yes. It was like three years ago. and We had like six days of 90-plus. And we were like loving We were loving it. it, although we had our Mr. Fans, and we chapped our faces. Yes, we did. On the fans? Just, just from, from misting, misting our faces and... um 
Maybe the blade hit us. I don't think the blade you know, hit us. Maybe the tomatoes. People the crowd like, was throwing at us. What's going on with your faces? And we're like, oh, we're chapped from missing ourselves because where we were at the time, which was in the alley. Yes. After we got moved right. from the prime spot, there mm-hmm. was literally now our new place. You know, we get the wind. It's open. It's a nice open space. Yeah. But we were in that alley for a couple of years, like by the barbecue thing, and it was just hot as it, it hell. was. It was. Okay, I have fallen down the Love Island. Um, Six months is, later. No, 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 no. This is a year. This is Love Island, U.S., not U.K. Oh. U.K. isn't filming right now. So that happened. That whole Love Island was last a year. They uh-huh. were on an island. Now a year later, it's come back to CBS. And you know, it broadcasts every single night for like, I forget how many weeks. But because we're thirsty for any kind of shared... Anything, Julia. Is Sex, that it? Yeah, and we're thirsty for sexy stuff, both real and vicarious. And trash content is perfectly fine. Where and do you I watch found, it? It's on CBS. Oh, it is. Oh, is CBS Love tried Island last year. Yes, but we had too many. It was pre-COVID. We weren't in a desperate time, <laughs> but and, here we are. And here this we is are. So true. And uh, thank the stars that CBS is here to attempt to quench that thirst because it's. Uh, Love Island is now a disinfected rooftop in Las Vegas, the Cromwell. Oh, which nice. We can, next to the Flamingo, yeah, we always yeah. can look at that pool from staying at the Bellagio right across from Caesars. So, the Do you know where you are now? Yeah, do you know where you are? You're, you're in the good You're in Las Vegas, people. But so they've been in a quarantine bubble. Okay. They got they disinfected for 14 days. Mm-hmm. They've been COVID tested and um they're all together, and like I just even what's the, the concept? The concept is people you got you couple up right away with somebody just based on looks. Okay, so a guy, the it's girl, Tinder. The, yeah, the <laughs> girls all come in, and the guys come in one by one. And if a girl is interested, a woman's in, you step forward. Uh, the beauty of this is that like there were a lot of people that didn't step forward for anybody, so shame and humiliation right away. So wow. I was totally. On it, do they it. send you home if you're not picked right away? Well, no one has been sent home. It's only okay. been two nights. But okay. Rachel from Minneapolis uh, showed up. Uh, they're always adding new people in the mix. You have to show up in a, you get a fancy sports car and you have to get out of your car in a bikini and heels. And whoever you end up coupled up with the first day, I mean, you have to sleep in a bed with them. But Stop. all of you are in one long bedroom We're, so it's a communal bedroom yes and my gosh okay some of these ladies they are contoured and bronzed and makeup to the point that they were unrecognizable without their 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 makeup ma- on maquillage well doesn't it don't you see it all on the sheets and stuff oh well, that's when they took off their makeup before they went to right. bed and you were you're like i could, wouldn't have picked that to be the same girl who looked like megan fox two hours earlier it's amazing what Illusion. makeup can do. Illusion, yeah. But, I mean, there's a couple they, of 23-year-olds. There's a couple of, you know, the... Cute guys? Oh, yeah. There's one guy, his whole vibe is tattoos and glasses. Oh. And uh, he's got a terribly tragic alien on his arm as a tattoo. And I think all, pretty much all the women except one ruled him out just based on that bad tattoo. Wow. Um, anyway, I, I've i fallen down the Love Island... Uh, and it's two hours a night. Yeah, Julia. Oh, my gosh. It is. Wow. It is, but I... It's something to do. 
Julia, it, <laughs> it's the quarantine edition, and it is something to do. And it was so hot that this one poor guy in Vegas, I can't imagine. Yeah, because I think this was just filmed like a few weeks ago okay, or whatever. It. I yeah. don't know if it's live. I, I I guess I don't. I guess I don't know. But it's summer, and this one guy is talking to this girl, and he's trying so hard to like ask her interesting questions, but he's so busy blinking his eyes as the, you know, some people are prolific sweaters. Yes. Rolling off of his eyebrows into his eyes, coming on, hanging on his nose like a booger. Oh no. How about the faces? Are they melting? Yeah, it's amazing. Well, this one gal said, is my upper lip sweating? And he leaned in close and she goes, don't wipe off my makeup. And I'm like, yeah, that would really come right off because there's, so much. But anyway, I All love right. the snarky, the guy over. Anywho, so let's see how these two are. I mean, I like the snarky guy talking over it okay. all. And I don't know. It's just trashy, sexy singles, and I'm here for it. Absolutely. You it's know. That's your sweet spot. It kind of is, mm-hmm. and we're waiting for the bachelorette. If an alien came through or a monster, <laughs> it would be, like, perfect. <laughs> perfect. I'm home. I'm home. Give me a fashion. Listen, too. this could be a really good one, because these people have been quarantined up up until a month ago, this group. Mm-hmm. They were five months of nobody's making out with that anybody. They're all single people yes. that are horny now, and they're on the disinfected roof, rooftop, rooftop at, so they can the they can live out their... And everything, and desires. everything happens right on this disinfected um, rooftop. Do they not get to go into the casino or anything? It just is. I don't know. We're gonna see. But on Love Island, you know that's how it works. They just are stuck to the villa and the island. Okay. Anyway, so funny. All right. So that's something. That, that is people something. Can watch. And All Macaulay right. Culkin is forty today. So if that makes you feel old, I or saw just that. Good, I don't know. All right. Listen, we'll be right back with our story. We can't get enough of. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Wednesday. So last week, the Duchess of Sussex name-checked Gloria Steinem as someone she knows in this voting rights video that she did last week. And I just thought she was just name-checking Gloria Steinem. We had no idea that... um, She was sitting down with her? Well, that Megan had had a secret that she'd already met Steinem and recorded a video and a Q&A session um, for this group called Makers. It's a women's group. And um, so anyway, Holly posted just a little little tiny clip of it. And it's they're just discussing, you know, representation, why voting for everyone needs to get out there and vote, and just about how women are linked, uh, not ranked. And also, you know, today is Women's Equality Day. So it was all, you yeah. know, done for this specific timing and i mean first of all the photo of the two of them sitting in these adirondack chairs around this wooden table with the dogs and the oldest like driftwood looking tree it's like a petrified standing driftwood tree I, that alone to i'm dying beautiful. to know where this was if it's on the montecito property if gloria came to megan or Megan went to Gloria because Gloria is on the East Coast. I want to think I'm that looking. Megan would have gone to the East Coast, given that Gloria Steinem is like, you know, 83 or something. Well, Steinem, let's see, here's a quote Steinem wants to be on camera, the Sim People magazine, blah, 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 with a laugh as the dog's laying at Megan's feet. And but those are Megan's dogs. Yeah, Meg, would she have home. brought her dogs with? Holly, I've, do you know? I feel like the lighting speaks to me that they're in California, California somewhere. And I do recognize those trees. 
Yeah. Those are California trees and they grow around the, like the beach has, um, the wind has sheared all the bark off of yeah. it, if you will. And it kind of makes them weathered. I feel like it's California too. Well, maybe Gloria's in California. Could be. Maybe mm-hmm. she's got a home there too. I, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Really? All right. So they're having this backyard chat. Let's just listen to a little okay. bit of it. This posted. Those are the dots. You know, what worries me the most are young people who I understand are the least likely to vote. Uh, and I can understand the feeling that they don't think they have an impact. Mm-hmm. And yet it's more important for them to vote than anyone else because they're going to be alive long after I am. <laughs> and, and, and they're going to be suffering the consequences. Do you feel hopeful? Oh, yes. No, no, no. I, I do feel hopeful. I, I, I just want to say <laughs> that movements are families. It's no sacrifice. I get to do what I love and care about every day of my life. How great is that? Well, almost every day. <laughs> <laughs> Today's a pretty great day. Yeah, today is For a great day. Great I get day. to see. Yeah, right. you're so- and, you know, Megan's got these beautiful wide-legged pants. It's just a fabulous summer outfit. I feel like these outfit. are the pants that she wore to Wimbledon when she went with Kate. They look familiar. They look similar. They do it's look similar. It's a very stylish look to look, have that wide-legged. And, uh, and then her sandals are Stella McCartney vegan sandals that kind of that flat, that uh, a pretty sort of like an espadrille with a little mm-hmm. lace-up. And Gloria's dressed all in black. And, and um, um. The thing she said, the one thing um, Gloria does say to Megan at the end of the, I'm so glad you're home. And Megan yes. says, thank you, me too, for so many reasons. Okay. Oh, there you go. So there you go. And so, she also said something in this, all of this about kind of about Prince Harry. She says, um, she likes to have the conversations encouraging people to go out and vote. I think it's often challenging for men and women alike and certainly for people to remember how hard it was to get the right to vote. Mm-hmm. And it's celebrating, you know, yeah, um, women's right to vote. It's 100 years ago today. Here's or, Morgan. Well, we could probably he said go- my husband, for example, has never been able to vote. Yeah. Because they're in charge. Right. He's so that, monarchy, that falls right. very flat. Pierce Morgan and all the people are going to go crazy that she sit, sat down with Gloria Steinem because she's having this conversation about stuff that, quote unquote, the royals. Well, she doesn't have to be beholden to that. She's yeah. not a working royal anymore. And I love the more they yell at her, the bigger the controversy, the more people become aware of how badly she was treated and how badly she's still being treated. How dare you speak up, woman? Well, I, you know? I think it's great. So, I think she has a platform and a voice. Yeah. And, and, you know. and they changed the name. We got the new name of their foundation. The uh, with- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That's right. M-W-K. I love that, uh, you know, the Markle is first. Mm-hmm. They probably ran it through the tongue-twisting Windsor Markle. M-W-X. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's that's the new foundation. That's what it's called. And then uh, Harry is in a, a documentary on you know his. Um, uh, what oh are God. you? I swear you to God, are you the PR agent? I am. <laughs> I mean, it's twenty four seven. Lori goes and finds uh, stories on what, what did Harry show his knee today again? No, not went crazy you're yesterday. So terrible, Julia. I'm no. giving you crap. He is doing a documentary for the Paralympics. The Paralympics. That is something. Oh, that's his thing that's near and dear to us. Yes, yes. So Invictus Games and all of that. But yes, I love when Harry leans forward in a documentary. And, you know, at the same time, I'll never forget the breaking news on TMZ of Harry in Las Vegas playing naked pool. Yes. Taking two hands to hold his and, crown and, jewels. And Holly, you were not with our show then, but no. um, we, it was we the gossip. Heard about it, that was, it was Nirvana. It made my year. It was so amazing. I do remember when it happened. Yes. Oh my gosh. Donnie <laughs> yeah. and I are finally like, Polish. Are we on this again? Oh, there it is. Yeah, again? just looking back, just, memories. Yeah, and he was a he was a young man. You know, that was several years ago, and a mm-hmm. therapist. Or two ago, you know, right? In all a of that. Country or two ago, yeah, yeah. long and, time ago. But Megan also tells Gloria that you know he's setting a beautiful example for their son uh, Archie. Archie, and she called him a proud feminist. Awesome. Gloria asked, mm-hmm. "Is your husband a feminist?" Yeah. Anyway, people are already yelling at um, at Megan. Like, here's some examples. Good to see she's staying out of the spotlight. Um, no, this is what people, I mean, she really, people hate her and I just don't get it. I know. Let it go. You don't have to read about the people hating her. No, but I mean, it's interesting. The people that I like just know that they go, oh, I don't like her. I've read so many things about her. She's, I said, you've read, you've read all the British stuff. Well, they know. I go, they're also, you know, they tear apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have somewhere you need to go, Julia? No, I'm just answering someone at work. Julia, I might just stop, just stop, just stop. Don't, We're not doing don't. that today because you stayed out late last night. I okay, oh. I didn't stay out late last night. Oh, good lord! Good yeah. but anyway. actually, the, it's posted. Holly posted the video. It's lovely, and you know. We were in awe when we got to meet Gloria Steinem. Oh. And that was such a moment. Amazing for us to when meet she was her. in the studio. She swore not once but twice and said the yes. S word. But she's so gorgeous and, I and wonder, looks the exact same. I as wonder she did who's going to win an Emmy for in the Mrs. America series. Oh, that's a all tough of call. them. Are, it seems like uh, like four of them are nominated oh, for five. Oh, you're right. Yeah, they're all up there. So anyway, uh, the photo you were thinking of is Chris Pine cruising in convertible. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> he's, he's 40, 40 today. today. Oh, happy birthday! Oh man, he's <laughs> right back. All right, are you guys ready to read a great book? Uh, We are being joined right now by J. Courtney Sullivan, and you might have read um, Maine, The Engagements, um, Commencement. We've 
We read both uh, yeah. Maine and the engagements, and her latest book is Friends and Strangers. And thanks uh, for being back on our show, Jay Courtney. I'm so happy to be here with you. How are you? We're so good. We are so good. Oh, you can write great books. You know that? You just do good, (laughs) great, wonderful storytelling. I love this book so much. Thank you. Thank you. Give people a setup of what Friends and Strangers is about. So Friends and Strangers is the story of a new mother. And she just had her first baby. She just left New York and moved to a small town in upstate New York. And uh, she forges this unlikely friendship with her child's babysitter, who is a college senior. Um, They both kind of feel adrift in some ways, and they're each at kind of a turning point in their lives. And um, it's just about this bond they form and really probably wouldn't have happened at any other time in their lives. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's really good. I just have to comment on the cover for a second too, because the cover is so amazing. You know, the, the story I was reading about you and you had this story, you came up with this idea for the book before you even, you were writing your last book. So six years ago. Mm-hmm. That's right. Many years ago, because I was, kind of inspired by by a moment um, that occurred. I was back at my alma mater, Smith College in Massachusetts, um, 10 years after graduation, to give a reading from one of my books. I think it was from Maine. And after the event, I came out to the sidewalk. I was walking to my car, standing at a crosswalk, and um, just kind of thinking back on, you know, what it was like to be a student there and the 10 years that had passed. And... Uh, this big SUV pulled up to the crosswalk, and driving the SUV was this woman, Catherine, whose uh, little baby I had taken care of my senior year of college. And in many ways, I think she kind of put me on the path to becoming the person I became. But uh, we fell out of touch. She had two more kids, and by the time 10 years later I saw her in the crosswalk, she, of course, had no idea who I was. I'm sure she'd had so many babies that were there then. Mm-hmm. She had kids in the back seat. But I saw her, and I was waving, like, oh, maybe it's me. And, and she had no idea and kept driving. Oh, no. And I was, <laughs> it's okay. I was telling a friend this story over dinner that day, and she said, oh, that sounds like such a great opening scene for a novel. Um, and at that point, I wasn't really sure what would the novel be. I knew that I could write the babysitter chapters or the Sam chapters, but Elizabeth, the mother, you know, I wasn't a mother yet myself, but um, many years went by and then I was pregnant with my first child. And uh, suddenly I thought, Oh, you know, soon I am going to know what it's like to be both these women. And I'd love to write this story. That's kind of um, almost like a conversation with my younger self, if that makes sense. It does. It does. And I think that's why, like, I really, we enjoyed, I guess we enjoyed that whole the conversations that you do have with yourself in your head and how like she's involved with the BK Mama's face group, Facebook group. And then that makes you like you questioning, out, you know, in your head, everything. Am, about, I, am I doing parenting right? Am I good at this? Am I good at anything? I, yes. I, because I think there is that sort of a transition where you make where you were single in the city and then you get married and maybe you have a kid and you move to the suburbs or whatever, wherever you might live. But you kind of move out of that group. Yes. Yes, definitely. And I'm just really amazed at this whole thing that's going on on Facebook in particular because it really is where women 
congregate now, especially around one particular theme. So, you know, certainly for me, there are women who are alums of my college or women who all voted for the same candidate or whatever it is. But whatever the common thread is, they tend to end up talking about their lives. And motherhood is such a big piece of it. So these Facebook groups for moms, um, I've just found, you know, on the one hand, you know, there is a lot of comparing that goes on and there's some stuff there that's kind of so ridiculous that you have to laugh at it. And, mm-hmm. and that all made its way into the book because it's just kind of too hard to resist. But mm-hmm. also, you know, on the flip side, I feel like women are so generous in those spaces and it's where they go to tell their darkest secrets. And then that helps other women to yes. say, oh, that happened to me too. I had that experience as well, or I wasn't expecting that. So it's kind of remarkable. Yeah, yeah, it really is because there are people like I like I know somebody who's been a longtime nanny and I've often wondered about the friendship in that relationship when one of you is the employee. Yeah. You know? Totally, totally. And it's it's a really specific, intense kind of employment, too, because you're taking care of someone's child and you're in their home all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, in doing this, um, a tour for this book or as much of a tour as you can do right now, Zoom tour. Yeah. Um, I've been in conversation with so many other novelists. And what I've realized is that, uh, like me, so many of them were, were babysitters or nannies in mm-hmm. their earlier days. I did both. And I think it makes a lot of sense because as a nanny, you're the ultimate fly on the wall. You're what every writer wants to be. You know, you just sort of blend into the curtains and the family you're with acts the way they would act if you weren't there. And there's really not many other people that we do that around. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, on the one hand, it's a very intimate relationship, very close. But on the other hand, can you ever really have a true friendship when one person is paying the other person? Um, And what are those sort of power dynamics like. So that was something else that I really wanted to explore. And you certainly did. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Jay Courtney Sullivan. Her new book is Friends and Strangers. And it's it's a Jenna book book pick. Read with yeah. Jenna. Jenna. It's a low J we, we had we were on to you a long time ago. We just right. want you to know for the low J book club. But that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing that you're talking about mm. um about both these women in these kind of unsured, uneasy spots in their life, and one is paying the other. That does... And one's in their 20s, one's one's in their 30s. And you think, and the 30-year-old thinks she knows what the 21-year-old should be doing. The 20-year-old is watching this insecure person and thinking, I don't want to say too much because she's paying me, but where where are my boundaries? It's it's fascinating. And we loved Clive and hated him at the same time. Um, You know... You're but, the first people to ever say that you love Clyde. I mean, yeah, I, no, I did not love Clyde. But. I, I, I'm listening. You know, I listened to the book and yes, Lori read, read it. it. That's true. You get two so, different experiences. When Clive would talk, it would be oh. kind of fun. Because of the British. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, so, you know, I never listened. I never listened to the audio of my own books because I felt like it would be excruciating. But I want to listen to that now. That you but said just that listen because... to Clive because it's kind of funny. Because <laughs> everything sounds well, great in a British accent, yeah. even if you're being a, a dink. That's the thing. I think the British accent covers a multitude of sins, and that's mm-hmm. probably a big part of it with Sam and her attraction to Clive, the inappropriate older British boyfriend. 100%. And the other thing about this book is when you talk about, you know, the cult, you know, it focuses on, on the culture of privilege because, you know, the mom whose name Elizabeth. is Elizabeth, um, 
has an opportunity to have so much money, but because she doesn't want to give in to her dad, she doesn't take it. Whereas Sam mm-hmm. is at the most expensive private college and needs money. And and that was an interesting I exploration, be, especially in the time that we're living in right now, which uh, the differences between uh, white privilege and Black Lives Matter, and, you know, is this huge thing. And you explore that like the ease, like like she doesn't even think about it. No, not at all. And that's the thing. And she feels, you know, I think there there's something in the book where Elizabeth says no one ever thinks they have enough money. And I, I think that must be true because even, you know, billionaires, we see them just constantly acquiring more and more and more and more. And so, you know, Elizabeth, um, she comes from a lot of money. And even though she doesn't take her father's money, of course, her father, you know, bought her her first apartment. And so that's that's a leg up that so many people will never have. And her mm-hmm. father paid for her college. And that's a leg up that so many people will never have. Mm-hmm. And she's really blind to all of her privilege. She that- doesn't really acknowledge that these things have helped her. That was fascinating to me. And I like the dynamic. We're not, we're going to run out of time. Your book is excellent. What a treat for us to read another book. You have to tell us the last great book you read. Oh, the last great book I read was Writers and Lovers by Lily King. I am obsessed with it. Have you read it yet? Well, we read Lily King's first book, you know, that wild, it had a wild title. I can't remember it oh euphoria euphoria oh, yes, we yes. Did. We, she was on our show yeah we read that book so this is a new book by this her one is new it's wonderful it's really different from euphoria and it is oh my gosh i just tore through it and i i have to say like my kids now are uh one and just turned three so when a book keeps me up all night that's yes. saying something and i stayed up all night reading that one because it just it's unputdownable so okay great. Um, I, Jay Courtney, I want to ask you: Did anything like did a movie? Is a movie happening with Maine? That that, book, that book, I want. I could. I pictured it in my mind. No, I wish. I wish. You know, the rights have never sold to Maine. I wish they would because maybe it would be more visually appealing. That was. Maine. It could be. What about it? Do we be like a ten-part series? You know, um, oh, like a Big that. Little Lies. I would love that. Okay, we got it. Who do you know that knows Reese Witherspoon? Let's play the who do you know game. From your mouth to their (laughs) ears. Actually, I know her because she bought um, the engagement, which was such a thrill. That's right. Um, Well, does she know about Maine? Did she also, did you just go, hey, Reese? (laughs) I think she's she's read it, but I don't think she felt the spirit uh, to make it. All right. Um, All right, fine. But hopefully somebody will. Maybe. Maybe I forgot that Reese uh, is what, what's happening with the engagements. Then is it just everything's on hold right still, now? Yeah, you know it feels like everything is on hold. It's weird, it but seems they like Hollywood stuff is just not happening at the moment. Yeah, but she optioned it, and was it going to be for us like a like a eight part or ten part series like that? It was going to be for a, a feature film, a so feature film movie, oh, which my. I feel like we barely even those anymore <laughs> yeah but we will and that would be a good one too that i, I can that see book. that we love the oh, we love is, the engagements it's really great you. to hear it's nice from to you hear from you and congratulations on your success thank you thank you both so much for having me on again what i think this book is just it explores a I lot of it. different relationships yeah i, and, I just yeah yeah we just we both just really so good Thank you. Yeah, thank you. You have a great day. Now we know why we we hadn't had a book from you for a while. You've been busy. Yeah, 
oh my gosh, <laughs> two children born during the writing of this book. I'm really tired now. I believe <laughs> it. Thank you so much for your time. Again, the book is Friends and Strangers. We do have two copies to give away today. 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Okay, okay, let's get back to the Real Housewives of New York. Yesterday morning, we thought Dorinda resigned. By afternoon, she'd been fired from, uh, or her contract wasn't renewed by Bravo, and they let her, you know, go out first. Yes, that's But if you read between the lines of her thing, you could tell, right, Holly, that... Yeah, she didn't get renewed. Yeah, oh, bye bye in the car. Car. Bye bye in the car. Well, today the exclusive, uh, as reported by Page Six, Dorinda Medley fired from Real Housewives of New York for being a quote unquote mean drunk, and the emphasis on mean, not the drunk part of it. So um, that's that's she'd become a mean drunk on the show and that has been this has been the only season that i have not enjoyed clip giovanni Scalinda yeah. because she was a menopausal biatch she was so how old is she mean she's 55 well she's past it but but okay but she's still being a hormonal mean emotional she's not person dealing with things remember she talked about how she had um okay fine you can she's only... not dealing with her life i'm not going to blame it on hormones or anything she's ignoring she put her head in the sand so, sonia threw her a million lifelines all season yeah. you know during you know she's really very it's her husband it's delayed grief you know from 2011 um you know it that was like that's a good friend who's like really sticking up for oh, that it's delayed grief from I, nine years ago. And Dorinda, you know, broke up with with her, her boyfriend, um, Chubby John, the yeah. dry cleaner, um, that he'd been on all five seasons chubby with her. John. No, he's a chubby guy. I could never figure. I just thought, what? Uh, anyway, and she came out one time and just, and I loved her for it. I, you got to love a boyfriend when you have as much, because she's got the best clothes. And she owned her own apartment and he's a second home. He's got the dry cleaner. I mean, cleaner. I'm telling you, because... Serious. And then he's happy to just be at her beck, beck and call. call. And he didn't. And then he'd go out and she didn't care what he did. I mean, it was like a beautiful thing. But she breaks up with him during filming of this season. And she didn't allow it to be on camera. Yep. And so, like, that puts a black mark on her side from the producer side andy cohen side now this is just me putting on if i'm the big cheese andy cohen how i'd be thinking people have seen chubby john the dry cleaner we've grown to dislike him very much we would have liked to have seen the breakup really? on camera or just been addressed dorinda didn't boom and she told the girls we've broken up and and i just remember thinking yeah, you know let he, me tell you. Yeah. Let me tell you what Carol Radswall, a former New York oh, yeah. housewife, oh, oh. she's weighed in. Oh, good. And she said she's disappointed to see her leave. Mm-hmm. She said Melinda's decision to exit the franchise. Dorinda? Yeah. Dorinda's. Um, but whatever. She's still saying that in this. And she calls her the only real housewife's wife and claims that without Dorinda, there will be no more truth telling. She said Dorinda was the only real housewife. So no more truth telling too. Trust me, that's the main reason the cast is let go. Oh, for crying out loud, an ad popped up. Yeah. Uh, telling 
the truth and exposing fake cast members and their storylines is how it is all manipulated by production. Well, I mean, and this happened to you, Carol. This is not, and she's not giving us any truth telling here either. I mean, I'm just saying that, you know, that that was a mark against Dorinda and she was very, I bet, very you know, persnickety about it because she's been so persnickety with these girls. I mean, she's so mean to Sonia, who's like one of her dearest friends. She's just mean, so mean to Leah. And Leah uh, is like, she. we haven't had this popular of a new housewife in a very long time, Julia. I know. And so there's some jealousy and then it doesn't look good because Dorinda's, you know, 55. She's always drunk. They drank all well, the time. Well, they always have. But I think the emphasis, the mean thing is, and I guess she was blindsided, had no idea. She was making 100000 an episode. Okay. So she was on the, um, no, I don't know how much she was making. All I got right. that wrong. But um, anyway, she was blindsided by the news um, and she was filming an episode of the $10,000 Pyramid when she got the call that she would not be renewed as a housewife. And her her um, apple was being taken away. It had rotted. It had rotted. Yeah. It had been bruised and fell on the floor. Here's what the quote said. If she'd said at the end of the season, look, you guys, I've, I I've was, been depressed. Right. I, I've been acting like this or... I, I really, this has been a hard season. And because remember, Dorinda's watching this after it's filmed. If you watched yourself acting the way she's acted all year, it would be real. And so what you're saying is they had the reunion where she could have bucked up and said, I was a Dinkus Moranis. I don't know what was wrong with me. My word. I apologize to all you guys that were just trying to be there Because they're one of the things that Bravo loves to do in the whole Purdue show is you show clips, you show evidence, you show behavior stuff. And all of her stuff, even even Jason um, on his TV show this morning, he showed a couple clips. And I was just taken aback again at how mean Dorinda was under the influence of drinking. And it was really not a good combo. It was not a good combo. Anyway, so, and then uh, remote. And she never could recover. I mean, they gave her chances. That was the part. So that's one of the things. It's just not where the show, uh, they just felt that it was really dragging the show down and her relentless hammering on Durin, on um, the Countess. uh, Leah. 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 Um, I think that Bravo got more mail for Leah or emails or, you know, interactions. She's very popular, so that helped Tell it, me, too. Give me some good news. What's okay. happening with Ramona? Is she going to get fired? Because I can't well, stand her. Well, she took off. I know. We, she's really got to go. I can't stand her. Really got to go. Um, but she did take off um, Real Housewife under her Twitter bio today. And on Instagram, she still has, like, Roni. Hashtag or whatever. Oh, Rony. let's just see. I R H O N Y. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about like she's having a Rony. No, okay. no, Rony, Rony. That's just that's just yes. you know what the you but know the we, Bravo kids call by it. By a brief. Yeah, yeah. But she took real housewife out of there, out of her mm. thing. So maybe maybe she kind of uh, knows what's what's coming. And then the other big gossipy story in the TV world is ABC pulled the plug on the um, the uh, Regis Philbin tribute show. Why? Well, people are, everyone's looking at Kelly Ripa. Oh. But why should Kelly be blamed for that? Right. 
Wait a minute. Yeah, I, I, I can't I can't go with that. Ke- Kelly doesn't have enough poll at ABC to get. If they want to do a, a tribute on Regis, they got they own all the archival stuff. They could. So anyway, they dropped it. So I think that's unfair criticism of Kelly. If ABC dropped it, and somebody it's, else decided not exactly. Kelly. Exactly. All right. So that's what we know in the Bravo and ABC gossip world, people. Yes. Stay with us. This is Lori and Julia. You're listening to MyTalk1071.com and streaming live always on our website. Think you can only get groceries delivered through Instacart? Actually, you can shop over 900 stores, including Best Buy, Kroger, Sephora, Safeway, Bed Bath & Beyond, Dick's Sporting Goods, and more with fast delivery today. And with Klarna, you'll have more time to pay. So if you need a beret, a fillet, or stuff to play croquet while listening to reggae down by the bay with a divorcee and a toupee, Instacart and Klarna is a better way to shop. Man, I lost it. Download the Instacart app and start shopping. Terms apply. Already? I'll be right there. It's happening. Take I-5 South. You are on the fastest route. Mom says, OMG, I'll let everyone know. You have arrived. Honey, I'm, I'm right here. She's doing great. We're almost there. She's perfect. Hey, baby girl. The whole world can't wait to meet you. Live larger with more coverage. Share your news, big and small, on AT&T, the network that now covers more than 99% of Oregonians. Visit your AT&T store to learn more. Coverage isn't available everywhere based on third-party data. 